Welcome to the Vital Dawn podcast for Friday, July 14th. U.S. equity futures are essentially unchanged. So S&P, NASDAQ are flat and the Dow is down about 10 basis points. In Europe, you have the major indices up about 5 to 20 basis points. You're seeing underperformance in the cyclical group. So autos, industrials, basic resources um, are getting hit hard along with energy. Telecoms, utilities are underperforming as well in Europe. On the upside, you're seeing strength in Staples Tech and the major luxury stocks. And then Asia generally saw green across the board, although Japan saw modest softness. The Nikkei fell about 10 basis points. The Hang Seng ticked up about 30 basis points. And the Shanghai Comp was about unchanged. So, you know, I think right now the market is, um, you know, at a crossroads of sorts. The Wednesday CPI was a watershed moment. We've obviously been seeing disinflation for several, several months, but the CPI on Wednesday appears to have shifted psychology or is in the process of shifting psychology. Um, you know, rather than kind of fearing the first half um, macro ghosts of hard landing or ramp inflation, you're now kind of seeing the psychology embrace the potential for a second half that's characterized more by Goldilocks data, which we've seen this week, and continued corporate strength. Um, and now the question is, do people, you know, wholesale adjust their positioning? And that's kind of what you're seeing right now, this scramble to put on exposure to markets um, and make sure that, you know, people aren't going to fall further behind if the tape continues on um, and, and extends gains. You know, I still think on a fundamental basis at 4550 level, um, you know, it's just a very hard price to justify getting materially above in the near term, um, you know. Part of that is valuation, but the other part is, I think that disinflation is going to start creating some earnings headwinds um, more in Q3 when the Q3 um, when the Q3 results hit in October. Not so much with Q2 right now. So you you are in this sweet spot of favorable news flow with a lot of positioning driven tailwinds. But again, I think that 45.50 level, um, you know, it's not one that I it, or it's one rather that I have a very hard time justifying getting much above in the near term. So in terms of news flow overnight, not a whole lot, but you did see disinflationary and deflationary headlines out of Germany, India, and China. On the earnings front, there was no one major out of the US last night, but you did have in Europe this morning, Nokia had a downside pre-announcement. Ericsson reported earnings, had underwhelming guidance, um, and then Burberry had their earnings out for, um, for the second quarter. The Burberry numbers overall were solid thanks in large part to very positive results in China, but the U.S. saw weakness. So U.S. sales in Burberry were soft, and Ericsson North American revenues were extremely weak as well. So definitely some um, you know, some U.S. red flags on the earnings front out of Europe this morning, uh, but more bullish numbers out of China. Um, that's kind of it. It was a relatively slow evening as far as big developments. The big focus today will obviously be on earnings. So in, in over the next couple of hours, we're going to get BlackRock, Citigroup, JP Morgan, State Street, United Health, and Wells Fargo. And you get two more U.S. inflation numbers this morning with import-export prices and then the, the latest Michigan Sentiment Survey, which has within it inflation expectations. Um, and then just quickly looking to next week, you have a few economic numbers, but the focus next week will really be on earnings. You have a lot of big reports out. Um, I have details in the piece, but there aren't too many big macro events on next week's calendar. And the Fed is, um, you know, will be in a quiet period pretty much as of this weekend ahead of their meeting in, in about a week and a half. 
Um, you know, it's, the Fed will very likely hike in July. This will very likely be the last move of the cycle, probably be the last rate hike from the Fed for a very, very long time. Um, and then, you know, just keep in mind, you're going to get 25 basis points from the Fed, 25 basis points from the ECB, potentially 50 basis points from the BOE, and then the BOJ looks like they will make a very minor adjustment to its yield curve control policy at its July meeting. There's been a lot of rumbling about that um, over the last about week or so. And that is everything for today, Friday, July 14th. Thank you for listening.